0: Welcome back. This is the host of Open Relationships, Transforming Together. My name is Andrea Miller. I am joined by Joanna Schroeder and Brian Adkins, our producer. And we have two amazing guests. But before I introduce them, I'm going to ask you a burning question. What if I told you that you could be part of a movement that could help heal 100 million people at no cost and without leaving your home? That is what today's show is about. We are talking about the Your Tango Experts first ever Healers and Helpers Summit. It is launching February 14th. No coincidence on Valentine's Day and it runs through February 18th. It is free, 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 meaning free. It's no strings attached, no gimmicks, no BS. I know people are like, oh, when they say free, they don't really mean free. We mean free. And even better It is virtual, so you don't have to go anywhere. You can listen from your car. You can listen while you're on a walk or exercising. There are visuals as well. So, you know, you can watch and listen at your leisure every single day. We are running about five to six episodes, and you can consume those, watch those, listen to those anytime you want during that 24 hour period. We're going to talk today about who this is for, why it's awesome. And if you're like, you know what? That's really not for me. I'm going to pause the show right now. Don't! Because even if you're like, I'm not a healer or a helper, there are so many freaking takeaways that go well beyond if you identify as a healer and a helper. This is a short episode today, so we just encourage you to listen, get those actionable takeaways, adopt them into your life. And if you say hey, I'm a hedge fund manager, but I have a passion for yoga. Well, you know what? This show could just transform your life. And you know, we know there are a lot of layoffs that have occurred recently. People are transitioning in their jobs. And, and by the way, don't we all want to find our passion? And whether it's our full-time job or it's our side hustle, there is so much opportunity for each of us to do what we love and to make a powerful impact on people's lives. And I'm going to give you a little spoiler because I was able to interview the one and only Marion Williamson, who talks about going vertical rather than horizontal. And if you're like, what? Ah, you got to listen. You got to come back to that because it is so like, boom, such a great epiphany. And there are so many more amazing actionable epiphanies that we want to share with you. So we've got a great show. Let me introduce um, two of our guests today. We have Jonas Kofler who is our producer and director of the event. He does a brilliant job hosting several of the sessions. He's a long, dear friend of mine and my, I like to say my me hermano. And we have Michelle Molitor, who's a transformational coach, hypnotherapist and speaker on releasing toxic stress and anxiety to create a purposeful life and career with dignity. And Michelle has also done a brilliant job interviewing a bunch of the incredible speakers for this summit. So, let's get started. Um, Thank you. Um, Jonas, before we go any further, who is this event for? Is it just for psychotherapists and coaches or might other people get some uh, value from this?
1: So I would think of it this way, Andrea, as a a very, very wide audience. Of course, a huge uh, uh, percentage of the audience is practitioners these are healers of all stripes from psychotherapists to coaches whether a life coach or an organizational coach a hypnotherapist uh, a reiki practitioner a physician a more traditional uh, medicine chinese medicine practitioners acupuncture and so forth uh to mental health counselor or to an educator uh, working at a school and working with children for example it really social runs workers the whole
2: chiropractors
0: gamut. right i mean a really broad array of people that maybe they don't say I'm a healer or helper, but if you said, hey, well, these are the and helpers we're thinking about, they would say, oh yeah, well, that's me,
1: right? That's the practitioner. So the professionals who are out there, whether they're early in their careers, the middle of the road, or even late in their careers, it really runs the gamut. Uh, Of course, there are also writers and aspiring authors, uh, folks who are in academia, and beyond that sort of professional audience, it's also those who aspire to or are curious or interested in pursuing a, a career or expanding their own skill set to learn how to better listen, to communicate, to help people who are dealing with struggles and to help themselves heal, quite frankly. So, this, if you think more concretely about it, what's going on in terms of the economy right now? Well, we know from you know, a TechCrunch story uh, more recently that 240,000 jobs were eliminated in the tech sector alone in 2023. And we're very early in 2024 and there are more layoffs predicted ahead. So we know that people are seeking other alternatives. Folks are looking for a life of impact and ways to help people uh, as individuals, as families in their communities and in workplaces. And so we really want to make sure that everyone who's listening, wherever you are, whether you're a professional, whether you aspire or you have curiosity around the healing and helping space, this is for you.
2: I just want to interject and say, as a person who is not a healer or a helper or a professional, um, I'll I have a quick story in that I was a right, I am a writer and an editor. And when I came over here to your tango, the big draw was what we call the experts program. And a lot of people who are in our experts program, including our guest today, Michelle, um, are in this summit. But why I did it and why I've been here for eight years is because That gives me a sense that the thing I like to do, which is writing and editing, is also reaching out and helping a lot of people. And that keeps me feeling motivated. And a lot of people think, well, like, what am I going to do in my career that's going to help people or help people heal or whatever it is? There can be that little twist. And that's the cool thing that this summit offers. Even if it's just, let's say that you are working in a coffee shop or you own a coffee shop. How are you relating to the people who walk up to you? There is a way to show up for people even in that one minute. And then all of a sudden you are doing a positive thing for their day. So I think beyond even saying I want to change my career, it's learning from people who know how to make an impact on others and then incorporating that into your life to just give you that little sense of grounding, you know? I mean, I love to say relationships are the water
0: we swim in they're the air we breathe, they're the connective tissues, tissue of our lives. And so I'm with you, Joanna. I love that example because a lot of us think, well, what does my career have to do with relationships or what I'm doing have to do with relationships? It's, it's the air we breathe, right? And I think so many of us think we are really good at relationships and we're really prioritizing relationships. And the truth is, we're not. I mean, there's a loneliness epidemic that's raging it's like look at the numbers look at the statistics so i love that framing when it comes to how can all of us learn to show up better in our lives and whether we think of it through the the prism of relationships or the uh, prism of wellness or you know kind of the when i think of sort of the the subtopics within both of those to have expertise and insights It just it feels like the ultimate empowerment. And again, whether you're a professional or a full time parent or any number of those hats, that is I mean, you've nailed it. So when we think about this first really big step in our huge initiative to help heal 100 million lives, it's, you know, it's a very practical thing, because it's like there are so many ways for us to show up, even if we're not clinicians, for how, how we can show up and improve our own lives and have that incredible ripple effect in so many other lives. So I love that example. Um, Michelle, when you think about all the kind of all that you've been doing in this um, uh, initiative for us, I would love just for you, you know, you've got a long, illustrious career as a healer and helper. When What do you think for the healers and helpers and for the people that um you know, may not identify as that, what are you excited for them to to take away and why
3: do you think they should tune in? Oh, I thank you, Andrea. I think um, this is such a beautiful initiative because there's such an array of information from so many different um, high-level professionals who've been in this realm for many, many years and decades. Um, but it's it's all about giving you insights and wisdom for self-reflection mm-hmm. of who am I being that can can create more connective tissue, can, can create better relationships, whether it's with, you know, the barista at the coffee shop or your boss or your colleague or your partner or your children, right? Getting those various perspectives and seeing where we might be have might have our own fear blinders on creates a lack of connection Mm -hmm. right I think that's a big part of the loneliness epidemic that we see everywhere is that we even though we're hyper connected through our phones right Mm -hmm. it's a false sense of connection it's not a heart-to-heart connection that's happening and and we've we're we're forgetting we're forgetting how to have those richer deeper heart-to-heart connections and so I think the summit um, is going to provide folks with a lot of various and different um, insights on how to do that, um, both with with themselves and with others that can make a huge, huge contribution. Amen.
0: I love that. I'm going to just share the, we have, uh, we organized this incredible event around four tracks. And before I forget, if you're like, wait, I need to know about it now, uh, go to healersandhelperssummit.com, healersandhelperssummit.com, real easy. So the four tracks are empower your business, enhance your practice, energize your growth and self-care, and amplify your reach and impact. So I'll just take a, a few seconds on each of these. Empower your business. I like to say boring but important. It's all that mechanical stuff. You need a website. You need uh, maybe SEO to help get the uh, website in in the rankings. You need accounting. You need Uh, billing and scheduling, all that stuff. Now, sorry if somebody doesn't think those things are boring, (laughs) but all the mechanical stuff, so no judgment. Uh, That's empower your business. And for some people who've been in business for a long time, they're like, I got that. So if you got it or you don't need it, um, great. If you're like, dang, I'm just starting out, that would be super helpful. Um, Track number two, enhance your practice. Oh, It makes my heart sing. When I think about some of the experiences that I've had from... um, Um, using, say, EMDR, you know, and I realize EMDR has been around for a long time, but it feels like it's finally really kind of catching on um, more broadly. Or dear friends of mine who are having their lives transformed through ketamine um, therapy and so forth, the idea and, and whether, you know, maybe it's a traditional practice. Maybe your practice should be broader. Maybe your practice should be more narrow, right? The idea is really to open up people's hearts and minds around how they can um, create the best practice for themselves and their clients. And let's face it, there is such an explosion of different therapy options. And, um, you know, we talk about psychedelics and just a lot of really cool, I mean, Terry Real talks about, you know, controversial stance about taking sides. So, you know, like even for a guy that's as traditional as he is, you know, enhancing your practice, let's face it, there is room for growth for, I would contend, truly every uh, practitioner out there. Uh, Track number three is energizing your growth and self-care. And and Michelle, you nailed it. You know, whether, whether we think of ourselves as healers and helpers or just moms or just any, you know, any other hat we wear, it is critical that we take care of ourselves. It's also critical, I would contend, that we, we invest in our our development and our well-being because that's, again, big-time ripple effect in terms of the positive or negative impact we have on those around us. And so there's a ton around um, growth and self-care, which it's like, no martyrs, please. We don't want anybody who works themselves to the bone and then they're mad about it. And that used to be me, <laughs> right? So let's let's face it, especially in our society, it it can take some courage to say, I, I deserve sleep. I deserve to get downtime. Right. I mean, I just, especially as a working mom, um, it often just feels like we wear this badge of honor that says, I'm just going to wear myself into the ground and everybody's going to be so grateful and they're freaking not.
2: So anyway, (laughs) thanks for letting me go on that rant. And then the last- Andrea, wouldn't you say that moms, since you already mentioned that, whatever parent is making a career of raising their children that's a that's an a and a healer right there like amen sister yeah and it is totally. a profession when you have pledged to do this the best you can i mean that's a pretty big commitment and it, and you do need support you are so right and yeah
0: i just i love that um it's it's one of the biggest responsibilities that any of us as parents take on and we don't really think about it like that and let's face it um uh, babies don't come with how-to guides, you know, or instructions. So I, I love that framing. And neither and, do
2: teenagers, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, especially. <laughs>
0: right? <laughs> I think about just even as as friends and people, that family members that care, I'm always doing a little more, as a lot of you know, like I, I ply you with articles and, hey, gosh, here's a cool thing that I learned. I feel like as a total non-professional, it's my job to be informed and try to share the latest and greatest to be in service to the people that I love. And that comes back to, you know, being in relationship and the air that we breathe. Um, And then the last one is amplify your reach and impact. Now, this one is, is especially exciting to me. If you're over here saying, yo, I don't identify as a coach or a yoga instructor, but dang, I'd love to get a TED talk or dang, I'd love to get a book deal. Bing, bing, bing. Tune into one or two of these, and my, uh, my guess is you're going to find a whole bunch more that's interesting, but we know there is such a big opportunity for people that have that clinical research and have that expertise, even if it comes without a Ph.D. or credential. If you will, the School of Life has taught a lot of us a lot, and so we've developed this fourth track uh, in addition to um, being able to develop courses, to start a podcast. I mean, the idea of saying, hey, I really want to amplify my voice. I want to reach more people, which is a whole lot of us. I mean, whether you're in the financial services or you want to be a yoga practitioner, you want to give parenting advice, you name it. There is some really great content that Jonas and the crew have developed. Um, so this is just a little bit of framing in terms of what you can expect from um um, attending any, and you you could attend one, you could attend 30, I think we're up to 33, 34. It's a really flexible uh, curriculum. Just pop in and pop out at your leisure. And the, the core thread that is woven through all of these is around rebuilding our emotional core as a society. And there is a mental health crisis and there is a loneliness epidemic. I often talk about how this is all under the umbrella of A relationship crisis—it all goes hand in hand, and so um, so there's a lot. We've really we've put our our whole hearts into developing something that we hope will be interesting, even if it's just one session. You can sign up for free. Okay. Um, Oh, the last thing I'm going to say, and then I, Jonas, I got another question for you. The last quickie thing I just want to chime in and say. I'd mentioned Marion Williamson. I'd mentioned Terry Reel. We have Stan Tatkin. We have Helen Fisher, Harville Hendrix, Helen Kelly Hunt, Guy Wint. I mean, the list goes. Michelle Molitor. I mean, uh, the list goes on and on. And some of these big names, you you know, you know them, love them. You've bought their books. You listen to their podcasts. But then there are people that aren't as famous or familiar. But whether again, whether it's a top uh, New York City literary agent or uh, Jim Taylor, one of my favorites, who can help you get a TED Talk. There is just such a rich lineup of people that are so eager to share what they know. Because just like you were saying, Joanna and Jonas and and Michelle, like we're all in service to each other. And that freaking feels good, right? So we've worked really hard to build relationships with these incredible people. They have just done such a great job of Giving just little bits. I mean, there is so much more, but each of them, so many amazing takeaways. So let me go to you, Jonas. When you think of all these um, episodes that have been recorded, what's the what's the one or two take and I realize it's like picking your favorite child. So <laughs> we love them all. Uh, what are one or two of your favorite takeaways?
1: That's a hard question to answer uh, in in full transparency because every single talk offers, an array of very powerful insights as well as practical takeaways. And mm-hmm. I think the beauty of it uh, in being as evolved, uh, involved in, in it as I am into the structure and uh, conversations is um, I've applied this to my own life. And so that's how I'd answer that. And so from each of these 30 plus talks, and by the way, the broadcast is free, uh, wink, wink. <laughs> Uh, you're going to find something of value and insights. So I can cherry pick a few and I'll build on a point you made about burnout because burnout is a real challenge for professionals. And Mm -hmm. Michelle's nodding now because she knows because she lives it every day. Part of this is due to the rigors of being an entrepreneur, A, running a business. And the other aspect of it is B, dealing with the realities and the intensity of working with clients, human beings, relating to people, coming from a place of compassion and empathy every day, understand how you can help, help them and serve them so that they are on a path to being more fulfilled, being more grounded and healed and so forth. And that takes work. Courtney Warren, Dr. Warren, who is a clinical psychologist uh, and an adjunct professor, tells her story and she recounts the 80 hour weeks that she was spending as a, a full-time academic as a practitioner uh, and running her research lab at the University of Las Vegas, and also being a mom. And what that journey and the pain was like, dealing with that burden of being, you know, leaving her daughter early in the morning, going to the work, teaching, uh, and then from there working in the lab, doing her research, writing and so forth, and then coming home to tuck her child in at night, and then going back to the lab or going back to school. And I know uh, as many of us are are busy professionals, this is a huge, huge burden. And so she describes in in very uh, uh, concrete detail what she did to overcome it and the theory and practice of dealing with self-deception.
2: And the reality
1: is that we all lie to ourselves a little bit each day, but we become more whole, as she tells it, as we are able to ask some tough questions and become more authentic and honest with ourselves. And for her, that meant giving up her tenured position. Who does that? Who does that?
0: That, That, I mean, holy smokes, Mama. That is, that, that, you're really walking the walk when you do that, right?
1: Correct. But she's, again, this is about courage. So if I was to say, if there's one takeaway, the through line beyond building the emotional core or Mm -hmm. restoring that, it is having the courage to proceed forward as a practitioner in elevating your work. And as a client working with a practitioner, in choosing to do the work and owning that work that has to be done, because that's the only way we're going to improve. I totally
0: love that, Jonas. And I'm going to chime in when you were like, "Courage!" I'm like, "Ding, ding, ding!" So, so totally. But I would, I, I yes, and uh, with uh, you know, Mr. David Ahern and and the gift of improv. When I think of the courage to change, and whether it's as a practitioner to say hey, I, I want to do things differently to serve my clients or to a practice a, a patient or client to say, oh my gosh, I'm willing to look at that blind spot that's so freaking painful, but it, it's what I must do. Or for those of us who, um, again, aren't either maybe at this point who are just saying, hey, maybe I'm, I'm just kind of curious and I, I want to make a positive impact in the world. I always feel like change starts with me. One of my favorite quotes is everybody wants to transform nobody wants to change and when i think about the courage to change to me it implicitly says i want or i'm willing to say what i was doing before wasn't optimal or at least it doesn't serve me now. right i feel like you know i say to my kids even to have the courage to say uh, you know i was wrong or i'm going to change my mind right there's a lot about leadership that says ooh, you know now with new information or a new perspective We're going to shift gears. So, yeah, I mean, so thank you, Jonas. I think this idea of courage and change and how that applies to all of our lives is a really, really important uh, part of that uh, core messaging. Michelle, what about you? What what are your, if you have one or two just burning takeaways that come to mind,
3: what would those be? Oh, gosh. Um, Well, I was such a joy for me to get to interview several folks um, for the summit and seeing their their different per- perspectives and the different facets of their work, all towards the same goal of helping people heal, heal their hearts, to let go of the emotional residue, as I like to call it, the toxic um, residue that gets left in our system from all sorts of circumstances in our lives, um, I think probably uh, one of the, the most delightful conversations I got to have was with Sonny Brown. And her her name says it all, right? She <laughs> really is such a joy. And um, how she has come to see the world and and how she has turned that around and given that gift. And Michelle, just for people gift. who
0: aren't familiar with her, can can you just give a little context for who Sunny Brown is and what her
3: expertise is? So uh, Sunny is a professional doodler. <laughs> And she wow, people te- are like, Wait, what? That's a job oh. I'm so in. I am so I in. Know. I want exactly. to be a professional like, doodle. Do I get paid I don't know. How do even I care. get to do that? Right. <sighs> uh-huh. Um, well, she's she basically is taken doodling as her superpower and teaches people how to use that to access both sides of your brain cool. to work through problems and solutions, whether that's individually or in, in corporate settings. Um, and but then also taking that to uh, another level of helping people with um, expanding the conversation that they're having within themselves, so that they can remove those those fear blinders, those blocks, the bugs in their system um, that are getting in their way of having greater peace of mind and happiness. Mm-hmm. Um, but she is such a radiant human being it just was like it was just like food from food for my soul yay and
0: I what I just I want to add on to that I referenced David Ahern who's such a gift to this world uh who's a master of improv and I I feel like people are like wait what oh my gosh improv is such a cool way to to heal and grow and to become a leader right and I think about uh, Jamie Bronstein and you know her approach through manifestation I just what I love about the lineup of this um, event is just the, the many varied ways
2: that people can um, grow and heal. Let me give an example of, of something that I learned from David Ahern that you would probably learn. I, I'm lucky because I got to work with him in our thought leaders program at your, your, your tango. But this is also the topic of his conversation with, uh, with Jonas and the team over at the summit. It's the yes and uh, model of communication. And what, what, Really happens, and he's going to explain it so much better than me. But I'm writing a book about how to talk to teenage boys from a parenting perspective. And I've interviewed David about it because one thing we do with our kids is they come to us, especially when they're in that kind of combative teenage or adolescent state, and they're like, Well, I think this is true, and I think this is true. And we just want to be like, No, 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 you're wrong. And Ahern basically says, What if you started with yes? and then added an and. Like, yes, I hear that. That's such an interesting perspective. Here's my perspective. Where do you think these two overlap? So that all of a sudden we have our children hearing us. So that's the kind of way in which, you know, the parent is a professional caregiver. A professional caregiver can learn from somebody in the summit. It works for business. It works for, um, you know, with your clients. In reality, it also really works with your kids. I mean, totally to yes, and I even find myself,
0: I was writing an email the other day and I I can't remember what the context was. And I was writing blah, 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 blah. But, and I said, no, let me replace the but with the and. Like it doesn't, like, why am I kind of dequalifying something? So I I love the yes and paradigm for all those reasons, Joanna. And (laughs) I love it for a way to frame in a way that just feels so much more freeing. And I've, you know, thanks to David, I have really adopted that as, as a mom, as a coworker, as a you know leader, et cetera. And it, it does as a very, very seemingly small, you know, just, re, you know, replacing um, and uh, or but with and. and and starting with yes. Right. I think starting with yes as a way to validate like I, I see you, I hear you. Right. So I love that. I think that's such a great um, example. I want to come back to the Marianne Williamson. I know I teased everybody a little bit with her entreating people, whoever we are, to go vertical rather than horizontal. And what she means in our social media obsessed world where more is more and sometimes more is more. But a lot of times we can be misled with trying to make a a very broad but very um, shallow impact. Um, in the world. And so this idea of saying, hey, and again, whether it's as a professional or or not a professional, I want to have a deeper impact. I want to go vertical and really connect with people way better to connect with a much smaller group and massively impact them than to have that zing tweet or Instagram reel that gets seen by a ton of people. But five seconds later, they've forgotten who you are you had your moment and and that was it right and so this idea of vert in all of our lives vertical over horizontal to me it's like ooh yeah that's that's a big right on and i feel like you know um
2: it's it's applicable to a lot of us someone said depth not breadth yeah so that word breadth being width depth not width maybe it's like you go a little bit deeper touch a little bit more at the heart Instead of, re- you know, shallowly reaching a bunch of different people. Totally.
3: And and I, I would add to that, Joanna, it's really about, as you said, Andrea, about creating that authentic connection. You know, as I said earlier, we're hyper-connected, but we're also hyper-disconnected. And I think we all crave that authentic connection with other human beings and Zoom is a beautiful thing that has allowed us to connect with people in ways we never even thought imaginable. And yet it's allowing ourselves to have that space to, to share ourselves authentically in a healthy, vulnerable way to um, create those connections so that then we can elevate and go deeper um, and, and learn from one another.
0: Well, totally. I'm going to chime in there, too. I just I, I was listening to Pivot Scott Galloway and, um, um, oh, my God, how am I blanking on her name?
1: Um, Kara Swisher. Kara, Kara Swisher. Oh, my God,
0: that's embarrassing. OK, sorry, Kara. I love you. Um, Their podcast, they had a great uh, guest on, a woman who runs a, uh, an elite, I don't know if it was, a, I think it was an elite high school, and she just talked about how, I think she actually said, like, all learning happens through relationships. And and maybe that's true, uh, but I, I, I think I could modify that by saying most, because I think, you know, of us just sitting down and reading a book, but then you'd say, well, you're in a relationship with the person that wrote the book. So maybe she's right. All, all relationship, all learning habits are relationship. But I just wanted to build on what you were saying, Michelle, because it's the water we swim in. Right. And when I think about I, I love the phrase uh, uninvited Buddha right so many of us encounter people whether it's our kids or our husbands <laughs> or you know can be coworkers it can be any people that oh my gosh they challenge us to our core right it it can be really tough and yet i'm a big believer that those uninvited buddhas those enlightened they come to us as enlightened beings that have something important to teach us right so back to just Prioritizing relationships, being open to relationships. So many of us say we just don't have time, and it's like, but that's what's you know we know we can't thrive in the absence of healthy love and relationships. And so um, I just think it's so beautiful in in these dialogues that that um, our our guests and the co-host did such a great job of teasing out from each other. Uh, so many great actionable um, takeaways and so many. I mean, Jonas, great job on dialing it all up because there are so many just funny moments and sweet moments. I feel like it's like cats. I laughed and I cried. <laughs> I want to see it again and again. Um, I will praise
2: Jonas and say that Jonas is the connection. God, king. He, oh, he's God. Like, God, yes, not, yeah, king, yeah. not sorry. God, God, <laughs> let's call it. Like, yeah, either way. Jonas has this skill and I think it really shone with the summit of seeing what you need or hearing what you're saying you need and being like here's how I can make that happen. I'm going to yeah. connect you to this person and this person knows this person. And this is a little a, a little known skill that really like when you see it in action you're like this is a this is amazing talent yeah, so to Jonas. and that's how this summit works is it's like Jonas knows who would be interesting talking to who and who would bring out something interesting in someone else. And that's an incredible, that's that's part of what makes this so fun because I've attended virtually these summits before and often it's the same person interviewing the same 12 people. One, the host is just, it'd be as if Andrea interviewed everybody. Um, God and God, we and would not want it that. Up. I mean, we love it, but like, <laughs> I'm excited because I haven't seen yeah. them all yet. I'm excited to see who Michelle interviews and what that dynamic becomes like. The, every right. person, it's like a different chemical reaction. So I'm excited. Good job, Jonas.
1: <laughs> well, thank you very much. That's it's very kind of you. Uh, I love the 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 praise, but look at you know the reality is that I'm just a, an instrument, and this experience I think is a beautiful uh, microphone or or if you will, an amplifier of the mission of the company and the mission of our work together, which is to revolutionize relationships and to heal and help as many people as we possibly can. We can't do that alone. That's why we have world-class healers and helpers like Michelle and Larry and Ava and Ornan and Matthew as our co-hosts and the connective tissue around this whole universe of people who are out there on the front lines of their community trying to impact and positively transformed people's lives. And it's a, it's, it is a labor of love, and it's something obviously I'm invested in, as you all know well, for personal reasons, having lost my brother younger brother to suicide a few years ago, and for professional le- reasons, because I believe in this. And I believe in the ripple effect and the halo effect. The more of this good work we can do, awareness building we can do, and infusing people with the confidence that they can transform other people's lives and to help empower them to do so, then we've done our job and that's part of our legacy, right? So that's what I'll say there. The other thing I was gonna say, just a a real brief comment on how to think about this event. Again, it is a free toolkit of an array of healing modalities, whether you are a a cognitive behavioral therapist focused on talk therapy or an improvisational artist helping people listen uh, to one another and hear one another effectively, to doing the kind of work that Michelle does as a coach and hypnotherapist. There are all sorts of transformational paths, and that's just one aspect of it. The other aspect of it I think is fascinating beyond the toolkit and the practical takeaways is that each of these healers and coaches who are part of this journey have led their own fascinating journey to do the work to put them in a position where they can help
0: Ah, uh, Preach, Armando. Preach.
2: So yeah. many compelling stories. I'm going to say one last little thing. And that's that in our editorial chat that we have on Slack for your Tango, one of our editors raised a concern over the word free. And I just feel like it's better to just get it out. We all are naturally weary of the word free because you click free and then you have to do a million things and It turns out it's not free. I want to explain the structure for people because it would be normal to be like, oh, free, I know it's not free. You can listen to and watch all of these speeches for free, all of these conversations for free. You get to enjoy them for free you can level up and buy more access to them. And so that is, you know, you're like you guys all need to be able to pay for this and make some money on it. Sure. Of course there's ways to level up, but it is actually free and that is a normal kind of model for this sort of thing. And because I know if it came up with our editors, it's coming up with other people who are listening, yep. but it's we're we're being totally transparent with that and, and that's just how it works. So join
0: I love that, and just to build on what you're saying, uh, Jonas. When I think about, it, I I only learned this recently when we interviewed Jen Lim about Maslow's hierarchy, right? And at the top, we always think of his hierarchy of needs as self-actualization, but he actually updated that, and I gave credit to Jen. Jen's like, no, no, I don't get credit for it. It was, it was Maslow himself. But for some reason, our society has not never recognized. He updated it. Maybe it was just shortly before he died. I need to get those details. But that is not self actualization, it's helping others self actualize. Like, and then I'm like, yeah, like, boom, sign me up. We, I mean, as Helen and Harville will talk about, Harville Hendricks and Helen LaKelly Hunt, trauma is born in neglectful, abusive, very, uh, very difficult relationships, neglectful, et cetera. How we are healed is through healthy, courageous, you know, all those things, growth through relationships, replacing the hurt and heartache with something that serves us. And so when I think about that combination of we're we're, um, traumatized through relationship and healed through relationship, and we transform and self-actualize at our highest level, By bringing people along with us and for us to do the work, whether it's as a parent, uh, a yoga teacher, you you name it, for us to do our own work and be able to teach that to others and help them get the courage to make those tough, you know, take those blind spots off or blinders off to see those blind spots and say, oh, my God, that's a pain point that I've never wanted to admit to myself, whatever it is, right, because it does take courage to transform. To me, that is that is what motivates me. I know it's what motivates you guys. And Joanna, you're exactly right. For some folks, they're gonna take um, get in and uh, be able to watch for free and and go on their merry way. And we're so grateful um, that we get to facilitate that for them. For those who want to level up, that's great. We're gonna be doing more summits in the future. One around revolutionizing your relationship. It's gonna be a big one. There's gonna be an empowerment. Uh, summit. And so there's so much more to come. And we've just been very blessed to get to know so many of these incredible um, and what I what I want to say, incredible people, whether they're practitioners or people who just have experienced um, great um, setbacks and have overcome them in their own way. There's just, there's a lot more to come. So that is some of the highlights on the Healers and Helpers Summit. We invite you to sign up at healersandhelpersummit.com. It is free. Uh, it is starting February 14th. It is running through February 18th. And um, yeah, we're just really excited to be able to bring this to you. Any Anything else before we wrap up here, guys? Any burning last uh, last comments?
1: You know, I would just say thank you, Andrea, for giving us the opportunity to uh, to do this kind of work. I think it's really, really, really powerful. And again, there's so many people out there in need and not to add, uh, to, to end on a, on a sort of sour, dark note, but everyone is impacted at any level by anyone in their circle uh, dealing with a disease of despair, whether it's depression or anxiety. And sometimes it's the unsaid, the things left unsaid, right? We need each other is the point. And if you suspect that one of your friends or maybe yourself or someone you know could benefit from uh, an experience like this, then by all means, send them to healersandhealthforsummit.com and turn them on to uh, some of these experts out there who can truly impact their lives in positive ways.
0: I think that's an awesome note to end on. Thanks, Jonas. This to me is a holy affirmation. It is saying, yes, I want more. I want more for myself. I want more for my family. I want more for the people in my life. I want more for my colleagues. For me to continue to do my work is to me the ultimate affirmation and gift any of us can give to ourselves. And I love your point for those of us to share for somebody else that this uh, wonderful material can benefit. Um, that's that's an amazing note to end on. Okay, that is our show. Thanks for listening and or watching. You are welcome um, to email us. Not even welcome. What am I talking about? Please email us. Tell us your feedback, your advice at openrelationships at yourtango.com. We are so grateful to be able to do this show. We care so deeply about how it impacts you. So please, if you like it or love it, please subscribe. Um, Please, if you really love it, uh, please share us with your friends. We are working so hard to make a positive impact on the world. Uh, You can find us at Spotify, Audible, uh, iHeart, YouTube, you name it, wherever podcasts are, are found. And we are... Uh, dropping an episode every Tuesday uh, at 3 p.m. Eastern. But we've got a great archive. If you're like, wait, what? Who are you guys? Great archive. So check us out. And I think that's it for me today. (laughs) Thanks, everybody.